Alright, Treacle. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Hello, welcome back to the Mr. Arsenal podcast. I do apologise for being late myself. It's all my fault. I literally it's been a manic day. I had to, this was meant to be at half six. Now I have to change it to half eight. Obviously, running late because I was on another channel over on <sighs> Andrews. Not Andrew, uh, Rich, I can't get confused now. Richard. Richard. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his own uh, part two of his FA Cup special. He's doing obviously FA Cup weekend just gone. That's overlapped. So that's why we're late. No one else is what it's all my fault. These guys have been absolutely fantastic and bear with me today. But yeah, um, well, Brighton have actually beat Man City and Melvin's fall asleep at <laughs> boredom. Time's <laughs> <laughs> your bedtime, Melvin. All straight at Arsenal as well. Get up, hey. Alex, on, please, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've got we've got a lot to go through as well tonight. We've got there's been a lot of news in the last few days. Daniel X been told to stick it. He's a pauper, apparently, called to Scrongies. Uh, David Luiz and Woody want to piss off. That's fantastic, apparently. Uh, and we're apparently going in for Ryan Bertrand and Basuma and Greedy. So apparently Harry Kane's available now. <laughs> One of our own. Got, bring him back to where he came from. <laughs> we did it. He's technically one of our own. He was our He's not only a fan, but he did come from our academy first. That Soul Campbell part two. But yeah, as you can see, we are joined by Melvin and Andrew and James tonight. How are you, do how are you all doing, guys? Yeah, fine, thanks. Very good, thank you, mate. Uh, thanks for having yeah, me thanks, on. Thanks again for having me on, yeah. Likewise. Absolutely no problem. And yeah, as I say, as people were saying in the chat about Brighton winning 3 2, they were 2 0 down as well, weren't they? Brighton, they get City, they come back and won that. It was a fair play to them. But yeah, I mean, where do we want to start, guys? <laughs> let's start, actually, let's start with the Daniel X, Stan Conkey situation. I mean, there's rumours going around just around Saturdays, early Saturday evening that. Bid hadn't been made yet. Nothing was going to happen. Da, 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 da. Daniel had again come out publicly in his own uh, Twitter account saying, no, in a, in a statement, this ain't true. I've made the bid. This is what the bid was. This is what it included, why bid included, like the fans, including this, that and the other. And I put it to Josh, Josh Cronkey and his lawyers. They came back and said, we don't need your money. And he said, I respectively have to accept their decision, but the offer it was still on the table. But So if they were change their mind, it, I'm still here. They want to sell for this price. And then we're hearing rumours that Stan Conkey will only sell for £2 billion if he is going to sell. Um, wow. this, is, is, this a, is this at an end, or are we going to just be here for, the next, for this time next year saying the same thing? Was another a potential another owner buying a club and 
Conky say, no, I won't sell for unless it's this price. Whilst in the meantime, we're taking an absolute nosedive towards relegation and championship level. I mean, I'll start with you, James. Yeah, um, he, he was never going to accept the first offer, let's be honest. Mm. You know, if, if, he, if, he, it was, if it was so easy to get him out just like that, then all of us would have kicked ourselves and gone, Christ, why didn't we do more years ago? So it's, it's definitely going to it's it's definitely going to stretch out. You know, um, I've, I've always said that anything under two billion is never going to get it. And the figure that there's always been touted has been two point two. So hmm. I think any. Yeah, I think I think if he offered anywhere between that two point two to two and a half billion, he, he probably would accept it. But then again, this is a guy that doesn't care really where we finish. Or, you know, I, I mm. doubt that he even cares when we play. Um, he's just happy that he's got Arsenal as a portfolio piece, really. Um, mm. Part of his, you know, sporting portfolio for a KSE. So, yeah, I think it's going to roll over. Um, but you, you never know. If you keep ramping the pressure up, you, you just you just never, never know. But, yeah, I, I didn't think that he would accept the very first bid that ever went in. No chance whatsoever. Hmm. I mean, it's never, it's never ever happened in business, really. That's the one thing he's always been criticised for not being a businessman. As the one rule run, it had been a businessman. He never accepted the first bid, and and also from Daniel Ek's position, he's never going to go in with the set price that has been set to him in the first place. He's always going to low ball, so, so with all due respect, and try and test the waters a bit, knowing this, and also knowing the situation with the fan base and the protests that happened a few weeks ago, and obviously protests that are now planned. This Sunday, I mean, do you do you reckon that him doing what he's done last week as well with Daniel Wakeley's statement and all that? Do you think that's added more fuel to the fire for the fan base come Sunday, or do you think there's going to be a big turnout, or do you think it's going to be not we saw the other night and just a few hundred and that'd be it? No, no, I think it'll be bigger because obviously you've got you've got the fans that are going to be allowed back into the ground, so mm. that, that's that's a positive. Um, I'm not one of those that are like, well, you know, you're you're a bit silly going there doing that and then walking into the ground straight after. I know, I understand people have been staffed for football for ages. It's been a horrible time. You want to go, mm. you want to support your team and everything else. Totally agree with that. And you know, it's not the players' fault. It's not the manager's fault. You know, in terms of decisions that yeah. are made by an owner. So no, you can't blame them. Um, so yeah, I think I think there'll be a lot more there. Um, on is it Sunday? You said yes, yeah, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday yeah, from two o'clock. Yeah, I think I think there'll be a lot more there Sunday, and um, yeah, you just got to keep building. You know, you can't let it die down because uh, that is the main cause of everything. That's the problem. You know, we've swapped mm. directors where well, we've had directors be sacked, and yet the problem mm. still persists. I mean, um, mm. if you look at everyone that's left us, they've sort. I mean, you know, I wasn't a fan of the older uh, snake oil salesman Gazidis, but since he's gone mm. to AC man, they're rebuilding and clawing up. Mislintat mm. went to uh, where is it Stuttgart? They're Stuttgart with, so, yeah. so yeah, it's clearly maybe them aren't the cause of the main issue. The main issue is the top, and yeah, you know, we're going that way down, and everyone else They're is seeing the rise. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I, was, I was saying the other day if, if everything that's going on with Arteta as well. The way the season's gone for him. It's no coincidence. Like Cronkies, the Cronkies themselves have inherited, they inherited things. They've been through three managers now, and there's, a, there's a, things have declined. And what's the one consistent out of everything is them. The whole ma the mannerism, but and how they 
they put themselves across. I mean, in the fan form the other week, you could tell. I, I listened to it back when it went out of twenty four hours later, and you could tell Rinai and Josh didn't want to be there by the tone of their voice. And it's like again, it's them little things that like you're making yourself even more of a uh, target within the fan base that we really don't want. We don't. We don't believe you. Why would we believe you? I mean. When it all kicked off and it was all going off, and they were saying, oh, "Actually, no, we've got to watch this. We're going to actually heavily invest. We're going all out this summer, mate." I've heard that for eleven years, eleven years, and you nothing. And it's, what's happened? Oh, we don't have the funds, or there was never there wasn't no talent out there. I mean, this summer, I mean, literally, literally within half hour of that statement coming out from Daniel Wick, we're then getting reports saying from the Cronkies apparently saying, "Well, actually, it could be a bit of a tight budget this year, guys." So strap in for the summer. I'm like, oh, prove me fucking right again. Well, hey, here we go. And then they bring it back. Also, at the same time, spend £65 on these new kits that are meant to be a a, a homage to our 71 season, but actually look nothing like the 71 kit in any which way. The shorts are the wrong colour. There's a wrong shade of blue, yellow as well. So there's like, the candles are still the wrong fucking way round. I mean, Melvin, uh, what are you making of all this nonsense? I always thought, I mean, uh, Stan, I mean, he's American, but how many languages does he speak? If he speaks, say, three or four, which he might do, I don't think in his vocabulary he's got the word sell. I don't mm. think he's got it. Sorry to be a pain. I don't think he's got the word in his He can't do it. He will not do it. Whether you give him another 200 million or 300 million or 400 million, he's not. he doesn't give up. These guys don't sell mm. stuff, even if it's, you give them more that they then they probably think it's worth because to them it's part of them they own it they don't give nothing mm. away and you, you've got to make a stupid offer you've got to give you've got to give something absolutely stupid you've got to bid him four billion who's going no this guy's on drugs i'll sell it to him who you give another 200 million come it doesn't matter to him it's marks on paper it's not real money to him if you know mm. what i'm saying to you this guy not only holds all the cards he, he owns the table and the chairs just sitting around you're playing the game so forget about what Eck does it's irrelevant absolutely irrelevant mm. i'm saying mm. so i wish there was relevance and also slightly worrying like the, um, reading what the guy is worth he's going to use up a hell of a lot of his money buying the club so where, where's he going to mm. buy players from of course did he well, read that there's there so, was rumors so there's, that's there was slight worry yeah there was rumors he was bringing more finances like add add to the consortium to add more finance to the consortium Going right. forth, so he's, he's definitely, out, he's definitely got a backer. He's, he's, there's, there's other people that are in it that we don't even know that's about. That silent oh, members right. of the consortium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hence why he was able to so quickly have the funds ready for the bid, the first exactly. bid anyway. Exactly. But you going, you talking about the Cronkies uh, with the money situation? Yeah, they're not being great with money. Let's face it. But, mm. but it's not the amount they've given. It's how we've spent it. And how we mm. throw money away, the way we've given players away. We, we buy them stuff of Waitrose and we give it freely away at Tesco's. We, we're, yeah. we're the worst that's, selling club I've known. Yeah. Not and only we're a very bad buying club. Mm. And so therefore, mm. you, it's not all... Yeah, it's his fault for hiring mm. these people to, to make those big decisions. And, it's not, and he has. It's yeah, costing him. Yeah. Cost it's oh, cost yeah. the club a hell of a lot of money. If it was coming out of my pocket, if I was in his position, I wouldn't spend money on this team. Not the football, I'm about the team, the layers to, to, to buy me players. So bringing, they're not good enough. Recruitment that's good enough. Yeah. Oh, right, that's a, when you talk about Gazidis yeah. going, he's doing this and that, 
he was crap when he was with us, let's face it, let's be honest. He made some shocking signings, absolutely shocking signings with stupid contracts. So I don't care how he does. Perhaps he's got he's working with people next to him or above him that are teaching him what to do because it can't be him. I ain't got the confidence in him. Sorry. Mm. No, and again, again, I try to agree. And as I was about, you literally, you said what I was going to say. Is in, he still wants to take, even though it is not him in, per se, in, in terms of recruiting, he is funding it. He's 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 given a ways to staff that are fucking him and his what he owns over, and he's but he's allowed it to get this out of control over eleven years or say three years since he's been full owner. He's allowed it to get to this position. He's not took control. He sent his son into. Do something which, again, his son, of all due respect, has has no idea. football. Well, in, in, from their terms, soccer brain. In that, they need to hire soccer men to head the club. I say soccer, obviously, for America because they are American. They call it soccer. There's no confusion there. They need to hire that sort of someone that knows what they're doing. Of this is why I've been a huge advocate all season. Look. Vinay, he wants to be as up to, up to the Europe, the Super League bollocks. I was saying, look, if he wants to be in the wants to be in the in the club or whatever, fantastic. He could be a silent member on the board, whatever. But when it, when it all went off of the Super League and the way he behaved and the way he was forced the forefront of dragging us through the mud, I was like, no, okay, you can piss off. But I was a bit, I wanted David O'Leary to replace him in his current role because David O'Leary loved. He's an Arsenal man. The fans love him. He's our most appearance made made player. In the football, in football league history for our club, and he, he's, a, he's a football man. He knows what he's do, he'll know what he's doing. Now. Mark Overmars is leaving Ajax in a couple of weeks' time now. Go, go and get him. Get him to work alongside Edu and train Edu to be where he needs to be in a few years' time. Because he Overmars knows the. I mean, Edu only knows the Brazilian market, South American market. Well, it looks of it. He just wants to tap into that. Whereas Overmars knows. More, the global, the European stage as well. If, he knows everything. Combine the two, we could we could attract so much more. We could tap into the little, the down down tap markets that haven't been tapped into yet before anyone else. We could get do what let's look at Leicester when they did can't uh, in Golo Kante, Mares and Vardy, and players like that. And look where they are now. They won a league title in 2016. Won an FA Cup the other day, and they're building. There's a process there. And everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet. We don't have. We've never had that under this ownership since the old um, board sold up their shares eventually all over to him and Newsmov and Newsmov sold it. This this has been an absolute disaster on that side of things because they've just hired people that they thought would be okay, like um, Raul. What a, what a disaster that's been. Look at the little black book, and I mean, no coincidence that the second he leaves the club, that we have no, um, we don't sign any more players co connected to, oh, William's um, agent, what's the, I can't remember his name now. Kia Drabchen. Kia Drabda, yeah. He, again, the second bell goes, Kia's out the window, goes quiet, he's out the window. He, he was the, the, the Arsenal PR man, Kia. He, he's not even hired by Arsenal. All summer last summer, oh, Arsenal go buy this player, do this, because, and why? And all these players had a common link, him, and it was like that we're going down the wrong direction. And then that was yeah. someone else said it in another podcast the other day. We we the club itself don't know what they want to do. It's every six months we get oh this is the way we've got, we're going. The scrap the what was it last uh, last summer? All the scout system, we're 
spinning it off. We're going to do it another way now, analytics or whatever. And now, and now we're hearing in the last week or so that uh, actually we're going to go back to scouting again. And look at the people who've just binned off. And we had James on here a few weeks ago, and he said he spoke to one of them people that were binned off last summer that had just been given a brand new contract before a week, to, literally two weeks before they'd been um, relieved of their duties. They'd been given a new deal. But then you've scrapped them off saying you're going to go, but you've changed it again. So again, it's causing more confusion with the setup you have because then that's not helping things. Select a blueprint, go with it for two, 18 months at least, and go from there. Stop this chop change because you're confusing everything. And then the manager and the manager's going to set the forefront because he's the forefront of the club. And it's not helping him either because he's going to get in the players and get a mix of players that don't fit the systems that were initially put in place. I mean, Andrew, obviously, you haven't had a have your say yet on this, so let you have your say and Andrew. we'll go from there. Andrew, Andrew Richard, I wish you hadn't said that now, but I mean, the, the, the biggest mistake is that um, exactly what you've just been saying, really, is that he didn't hire someone in the mold of Lewis Campos um, mm. in the first place, and he made the mistake of hiring the wrong people and then changing Mikel Arteta's job so he's not focusing solely on coaching the team anymore. He's a manager and involved in everything um, with no experience in any of it. So, I mean, <laughs> what do you expect? Mm. So, if you'd hired someone like Luis Campos, um, then I think that all of the decisions would be the correct decisions and he'll be mm. able to handle everything behind the scenes and just leave Mikel Arteta to coach the team. So, I mean, if they'd have made those right hires in the first place, then we wouldn't be in this situation now, I would imagine. And when you go and using um, Leicester as an example, Leicester were probably looking at us as an example 10 years ago hmm. about buying the right players and selling them at the right time. It just stopped, didn't it? You know, yeah. we, we were the team that everyone was in, trying to emulate when... Our, when yeah. uh, Wenger was there. We, I mean, look at the track record that he had of buying players at next to nothing. You know, we use the Conte example now of um, Le Le Leicester did and uh, Mares, but we were doing that 15, 20 years ago. I mean, it's, it's really infuriating while we're in this situation. Our, our, our owners could actually be not talked about. They could have actually been decent owners. If would if they'd have made the right hires behind the scenes, because that's that is the key to everything really. Mm. All the bad decisions we've made for all the recruitment we've done, everything that's gone wrong is always been down to the people that are, are running the club here in London. Yeah, not them. It's not. It's not their. You know, the, their biggest mistakes, and the reason that we all think they're the worst owners in the world. It's because they haven't really recruited properly from America. Hmm. It's it's not the fact that we haven't been spending any money or we're you know we're, we're virtually on the road to bankruptcy. I mean, obviously, we're not. We've spent hundreds of millions of pounds poorly. We've hired the wrong staff. Hmm. So, I mean, I can't think of the other guy's name. Uh, there's Lewis Campos. Who's the other? You can help me out, James. Who's the other guy that could come in and run the club? He's been um, doing Red Bull. Oh, oh Ralph Rangrick. That's it. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Brilliant. Ralph Rangrick. That's, that's the guy that I was, Yeah, he would have been. Oh, he'd be amazing. 
because he does it I mean, on a shoe. You... He does it on a shoestring as well. If you don't want to provide yeah. him money, he'll do it. So yeah, he'll do, do it that way. Yeah. Have you heard that? Look, I mean, I, I, I uh, did a blog a couple of weeks ago, and I put it out there again. I, I've spoken about it before. The transfer podcast did a, an hour-long episode interviewing Lewis Campos. I don't know whether any of you guys have listened to that, but he does it. I mean, look what he's done to with Leal, for example. He mm. left there a, um, last summer, but they're challenging mm. for the title now. He's actually created over one billion pounds worth of transfer profit on all the clubs that he's mm. been to. He was there when we bought Pepe. Half, yeah, he half of that's on Pepe yeah. and Gabriel, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and exactly. And the other guy, he went to um, went to Italy, the, the striker. Um, oh, uh, Ossiman. Yeah, Ossiman. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah right. great player. I great mean, player as well. Look at the money he generates, and then mm-hmm. he leaves the club in a much better position in the table. I mean, everywhere yeah. he's been, he got Monaco got the, to win the league. They've got that lad at centre-back as well. Was it Sven Botman? He's like looking yes. at being a mm. 90 million centre back as well. I'm like, yeah, he's a great example. Yeah. A Dutch guy. Yeah. I know. And it, I mean, he was there at uh, Monaco and he, during all the, the time when they were turning over players as well. Um, I mean, if, if you could have someone that's just making some really good decisions behind the scenes and looking after the, the transfer spending and doing it really, really wisely with his, he's got his own network of scouts. Not even it just worked for him, you know. Not the club. Where's he now, Andrew? He's unemployed at the moment. He still ain't got nowhere. He what? left. He left Lille, and he's not working. Mm. Uh, it's exactly, exactly what we need. Either him or Ralph Ragnick. And if we had him, and maybe employed someone like Mark Ogmars to work alongside him, get rid of bloody Vinay, who I don't know what he does. I mean. Probably just sits there like using his electronic pencil sharpener all day just to look possible, <laughs> look busy. He's looking for uh, you know, property deals on time. That's the biggest property deals around Arsenal. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's yeah. just a, none of the Cronkies would be even spoken about if they'd have made those right hires in the in the in the first place. Um, I genuinely believe that. So that is their biggest biggest mistake is not being close enough to the running of the actual club, in my opinion. Mm. So, mm. that's where I stand on it. Uh, I think yeah, I mean... You know what's quite funny? I'm going to put this to you. If Arteta, when he was going to be Arsenal manager, had he not played for Arsenal, he played for, say, Everton and then went to, say, I don't know, another team, like some Midlands team, and then he went to Man City as number two to Pep, and we had him as our manager. What would you have said then? You're going, what are we doing? A lot of it was to do with the heart getting out, wasn't yeah. it? Let's face it. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's all down to the... Okay, but that is linked to everything that I've just said, though, Melvin. Everything that I've just said. Because if we'd have got someone in place, like a Rangnick or a Campos in the first place, would we have even hired Mikel Arteta? Hmm. Couple of Probably years not. ago, because well, this is it. This is it. It's this. This is the thing as well. Is is that as owners, they're constantly doing things on what ifs, and it, none of it's on an absolute. And what I mean by that is, is if you want to go as far back as we can to goalkeeping situation in the summer, and I won't get into that debate because that's been done and dusted. But Renarsson was recommended by the goalkeeping coach. Why is a goalkeeper? Why is a goalkeeper coach 
giving transfer <laughs> advice to senior people that are above him. And then you go on to the future now. We've got Sander Burge, who's been linked, who I've, I've looked at all of his statistics and everything else this season. He hasn't got better tackling and everything else than El Nenny, yet he's meant to be better. going to be coming in to put next to party as the main guy. So this is the only reason he's being recommended is is Gustafsson or whatever his name is, who's one of the assistant managers, was his manager at Anderlecht, and he's gone to Mikel. Oh, he's a good player. He, oh, yeah, he was nice when he worked with me. Martin Erdegaard as well. Mm. Yeah, Martin yeah, Erdegaard. He's mates I'm with like, him. It's good. Yeah, 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 but I'm like, base it, let's true. base it on proper facts. Let's not, oh, mm. I worked with him before. He's great. Doesn't, who cares? You've got to get the best of the look, best. Yeah. You look at um, why when Gazidis was leaving, he's the one that recommended Raul. Said, "Oh, mm. he's a good guy. Hi him." Mm. What the fuck's that all about? You know, the guy that's actually leaving the club and he's done a shit job recommending his replacement, mm. and they and they went with it. I mean, yeah, and I the just, only good it thing makes your mouth drop yeah, that, on the floor. This, it's just staggeringly yeah, and, stupid. Yeah. And as we all know, Andrew, but Wenger interviewed Gazidis. That yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's meant to challenge me for my job, I've hired him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but the one thing Ivan did do as I was good was being spend messing and tacking, and I mean, five, I mean, weeks of him of Ivan pissing off to AC Milan, Raul through um, spend under the bus, basically told him he yeah. wasn't needed, and look what he's doing yeah. at Stuttgart now. And one of the, pl- one of the players he signed, and one of the players he, he signed. Asked me first joined Arsenal and Mavapanos. Is that Stuttgart? Mm. And now he's saying, No, no, we want to keep him now. And we again, this is another again, we're gonna get onto this minute. These are play we've got players on our at our club that we're not even get not, not even get given a chance. I've been or for Mavapanos has been at the club three not three years, two and a half years, give or take. Mm. Yeah, I think three. Yeah, I remember him getting sent yeah. off against Leicester, and that was that well, Mavap- ages no, ago. <laughs> we came in, he came in under Wenger's last last winter window, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So May yeah, United, back to May, May United was it? no, no Leicester City. Leicester City, yeah, Le- Leicester, yeah, yeah May United, was Leicester. yeah, 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 yeah. that's the following game. May United, he was phenomenal. The following mm-hmm. game, got Leicester City, got red carded, and he was a young player at the time, a young kid, and he never. And then he was literally outed by the club ever since. He's been loaned out there, but everywhere he's gone, he gets raved about. I mean, against the leader. No football of his own. COVID comes along. Fozer sees the French League out of sync and they, they call it a day. So he doesn't play football for six months. And then he gets blank. Basically, it's like, oh, because he didn't play for six months, he can't give him a chance. Look at And you look at the games he was playing in. Like the, I know he's 18. He's, he's playing at under 23 level in England when he was signed to be a first-team player. And we had cup games, so you could have, we could have thrown him in, thrown him in a squad for the Europa League, thrown him in the match day squad for the League Cup games. Give let him show if he's good enough to see out a season in the cup games at least. If not, then go and loan him out. But we just didn't. Get, and again, he's saying, "Well, what well, can I do?" Yeah, I agree. I didn't get given. We didn't have Mari either, did we? Or Chambers? They were injured at the time. So all I can say, and he yeah. still didn't get in the squad. He still didn't true, get in the Europa League squad. Yeah, true. but that's what I'm saying. They all don't get given a chance. And what 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 can he do to sort of progress his Arsenal career and show he's good enough if he's not going to get given a chance in the first place? And he feels outed. And, it's, and you're all here right, now. No, oh, go on. Sorry, sorry. All I'm saying is, how bad must Saliba have been in training 
not to get ahead of Mustafi and uh, the other centre halves, Socrates. And then Socrates, injured. Socrates was dropped anyway. Socrates was saying he couldn't get a game ahead of those Chambers injured. with Chambers injured. Mm. You know, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. I mean, how, oh, and, uh, how bad he must have had 12 left feet. He must have been and holding the wasn't every fully fit, was he? In training. Holding he had to be that bad, not to be given a chance. Holding weren't even fully fit either. Because holding was, was on his way. Crucial. Holding was on his way to Newcastle. He was nearly That's gone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? When you think about yeah. it, what I mean, what's going on? What is going on? There's no one Welcome in there to, to challenge anything. You know, Mikel Arteta's got to make all these decisions that he's got no. To, for the, you know, no disrespect to him, but he's never done the job before, right? So, mm. if any of us went in to manage a company, you know, we would always struggle if we didn't have mm. any any kind of industry knowledge about that company. Mm. So, I mean, fair play, but he's been put in that position, but he agreed to it. So, yeah. you know, it's his responsibility. But there's no one there challenging him with any decisions at all. All no. I do, there's all no one saying, look, what, hang on a second, guys, what the hell are you doing? Like, why mm. is Saliba not playing when we've got all five defenders that we're not not even that's, choosing. One of them he's left out of the squad altogether. Mm. So why why is it? Well, hang on, why is he not playing at all? Look at the investment. Yeah, we paid thirty million quid on him. Yeah, but say you look at the investment Arsenal made on him, and yeah, as you said, why is no one throwing their arms out and going, "Hang on, we made an investment. Give the kid a fucking chance." What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Wenger, we've we been talking we said, about. We, we, sorry, so we've seen this clip. Sorry, we've seen this clip as well. Wenger of years ago. And he's, as some fancy do basically as I say look yeah I'm going to I want to I want to take the risk on the young, youngsters when they come through because yeah they might cost me a few points at the start but as they develop they'll gain me more points than what I, someone that's at the end of their road will cost me down the line anyway so you know what it works out at the end of the day better beneficial to me and the club I'm, I'm managing that I'll give that, that youngster that chance in the first place because how well, else they went Louise to learn. a year instead? Uh, we gave uh, Louise another year instead, right? For the whole season, we he tried twelve to games this yeah. season. Yeah, and we tried to and, again this and Saliba didn't play at all for the first part, the half of the season, and then we both sent him off on loan. And in that meantime, we had someone that's leaving the club now after his one-year contract extension, <laughs> and we could have had a whole year under 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 his belt with William Saliba <laughs> instead. But no, wasted that money, giving it to someone who is retiring and walking out of the club now. Not retiring, yeah. but yeah. leaving the club. What I was going to say, so, what I was gonna say uh, as well uh, is, is uh, if you look at Leicester, we keep comparing them. Um, they they signed Fafana, who's his, yeah, and look how look how great he's turned out. Yeah, yeah. and he was yeah. he wasn't even the one that everyone was talking about. Saliba was the one, and they were saying this guy even at his young age helps Fafana through games. Like he, he you mm. know, is a leader next to him and guides him through. Mm. And yeah, well, he, it's, oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> look what he tweeted oh, when, when Saliba eventually left in in January, like Fafana. Mm. And thank, thank God my mates got out of there or something along those lines. There was something along them lines, you yeah. Know. And he replied back. And even Gunduzi got involved in all that as well. I remember it all kicking off over time. It's... But, I could, as I said, Andrew, as you, Andrew, as you know, I was saying at the start of the season, at the very start, I could understand him not playing because he had just... He, think there's, everything that had gone on with the whole not playing football, to add into the equation, he's lost his mum during this whole situation as well during the summer. So mentally, mm. they were, even even Arteta said mentally, he's not quite there. 
but we know why we need to help help but then you've done that you've done it to a certain extent but then once you you believed he was ready to play you didn't play him and what, again what does that do to you to you to you knocking like well what am i not good enough you keep him out of the, the limelight for a, a while. And I was uh, exactly the same, wasn't I? At the beginning of the season, mm. I was backing him up with, the, with regards to maybe he's not right mentally and mm. uh, coming well, into a new country, the COVID epidemic, his mum, losing his mum. All mm. that sort of stuff is going to affect a young lad. And fair enough, and that's why I was saying, we'll keep him in the in, in the reserves, out of the main limelight, uh, just for a few few weeks to see how he gets on and then you can start introducing him into the cup games you can bring him on for the last half hour of premier league games um to gently introduce him and 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 do it that way but the way that we handled it i, I wouldn't be surprised i mean put yourself in this position and in his family's position of everything that, that that kid's gone through the first part of the season and the way that we handled that and i did it on good authority and i, I tweeted it at the time that we mm. actually it was it was complete balls up that we didn't. Mm. Uh, it wasn't just the fact that um, we couldn't find him a club and get it all done in time. We actually didn't register him in time yeah. either for the for the Europa League squad. Mm. And so you know, uh, uh, if that that's the case, I mean, people, the person that I heard that from, I ain't going to name him on here, but he's, he's not the sort of person that just pedals in in rubbish. You know, mm. it's, it's. I just don't. I can't get my breath about it. And if you were the, his fame and his family. Would you even want to come back to Arsenal after the, all that mess up? You know, it's, you've been messed around uh, and you've lost a good portion of your, your young career in, in gaining that experience. And you see one of your best mates ripping it up and winning the FA Cup um, with Leicester. It's just, it's just really poor, mm. really poor. There's it's, no one behind the mix. It's the, the mix, it's the mix signals, Andrew. It's the you know, yeah. It goes on about these non-negotiables. And everything mm. else, that's his main catchphrase. And, you know, he talked uh, earlier uh, last week about how he got rid of all the uh, wrong-uns, per se, in January. You remember one of them wrong-uns, Mustafi, he gave him the captain's arm and in the Dundalk game, knowing that he yeah. was leaving. Yeah. You knew he didn't yeah. care and he hates it. He didn't, you know, he's, he know? openly talked about, I, I don't want to be at this club anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, but you, you get given the captain's armband. Willie, in the middle of a pandemic, flies out to Dubai to get Salt Bay, put some bloody salt on his steak, and he gets picked yeah. the game. He doesn't have to, you know, no quarantine or anything. Gets picked to play league. Yeah. Awful, wouldn't it, mate? I yeah. think. I, and look at, I, I mean, look, we haven't even mentioned Pepe. How, what did Pepe think at the beginning of the season? Yeah. When Willian started the first 12 yeah. games, and Pepe mm. was our player of the FA Cup final. He was mm -hmm. brilliant in the, in the mm. latter part of last season. And then you get replaced by someone that's just come in for their you know, retirement check. It was absolutely mm. awful. And I he's think... played near enough. I mean, I know there's about half an hour in it or something, amount of minutes. Mm. Um, they've played the same amount of minutes all season, Pepe and William. And you're the, the club's leading goal scorer. You, um, sorry, um, not leading goal scorer, uh, record signing. Yeah, he's doing it. really, really well. And then all of a sudden you're out of the team and it's almost as if you've got the black death and everyone's keeping you in the corner so you don't like infect everyone it's just uh, how many players have that happened to you know listen there's many everyone, everyone now is going on about cedric everyone's banging on about cedric and what a crap player he is what a crap signing he is well i'm sorry but he made one mistake how many players mm. have made mistakes and then all of a sudden he's cast aside and he's like fourth yeah. choice in both mm. positions left back and right back i mean what's that all about mm. in my opinion he didn't do that much wrong i thought he was playing quite yeah. well 
He was all right. As, he was as, all right. He'd done a job. He'd done yeah, a job. No, he, I'm not saying he's not a world class yeah. player or anything. Over the whole he didn't really let us down. He made that one mistake in that one match, Villa, which was a really yeah. bad one. Yeah. But if you could name me a player that don't make a single mistake all season, I'd be Jacka. quite happy to hear it. Jacker? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got that one on my Sorry. No, just listen. Yeah, why do why do yeah. these players just get cast aside and then just like completely because, forgotten about I'm, as if they're not lurking? I just think that Arteta's man management is as bad as I've seen on any manager that's ever managed the Arsenal. And I've seen a few managers for Arsenal. His man management for me is poor. You know, it really is poor. You you, you scratch your head and go, why has he done that to him? You know, it, it's, it's not a level playing field. It should be. Mm. And it's such a shame. How do players know where they stand with him if we don't know where they stand with him? You know, it's very, very strange. You know, and it's not a not listen, I want him to do well, Arteta. Mm. But I think people like me, who's very was very pro Arteta, coming back to the let's give him more time, let's give him more space. People like me now becoming the old mm. does he deserve more time now? Does it I'm just losing yeah. I'm losing I'm I'm if I got a bit of paper and wrote down pros and cons. I'd only need the back of a stamp for one of them, put it that way. <laughs> you know, and I want him to do well. I really, honestly, I want him to do well. And yeah, I there's not a, manager, yeah. not a manager that we've had since Arsene that I think every Arsenal fan backed and is like, I want it because he, he has been the captain of this club. You know, yeah. there's, there's history there. He won that cup final. But hmm. the, 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 the um, you know, the great, the grace period's over, sadly. It's, it's finished. It, <laughs> you know, we, it's like you said, tactically, you can see what he's trying to do sometimes and you go, oh, OK, well, you can't be completely dense in the head because you figure things out. If you look at the Chelsea game the other day, it's like, no, I'll go for the three at the back because I know that they're going to come at me and everything else and I need to be tighter there and put the extra centre half in. And then, he, OK, he gets the luck. It was lucky, but he got the result. But it's like you said, the man management and, in, and some of the in-game management as well just screams of a guy that's still learning and that yeah. for what arsenal need to be and aspire to be isn't good enough sadly we can't you know james it's not as if he's doing that. james it's not as if he's still learning because he's not changing he's not actually getting yeah. better with yeah it. that's a great point to say, yeah. from day one to day 10. Mm. that's the problem mm. But anyway, let's 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 leave, let's line it up a bit. Come on, I don't want to go bed sad. No, I ain't finished yet. I ain't finished yet. I mean, why would you treat what, why would you treat a Bamiang like that as well? I mean, your your goal scorer who you absolutely rely on, who's been through some difficulties himself, you know, this season with his family and with his own health, etc. And then you just throw him under the bus about just just because he was late to because uh, he got stuck in traffic on the it's way to a man match, management, right? Andrew. It's all under the and same that's what umbrella. I'm about. It, it's all. It's I know. I know. It's just another example. It's another example. You, you've got to keep your players happy. I mean, again, going into any kind of job and you're a man, team manager, you want you want you need to have a happy team. Otherwise, they ain't going to want to work for you, are they? I mean, I didn't. You, I, I don't there like. There is clearly something more. There's something more between him and Abamian. There's more than what we yeah. know. Because yeah. that that the other day um, at Chelsea. I mean, um, yeah. he didn't even. I don't think he even shaked any of the others' hands. But it was like Arteta just bypassed him. Yeah, well, he yeah, I know angry. he was angry. But that was there was more than that. There was it just looked. There's something that we even know about more so 
with them too than what's been leaked, I think. I mean, we haven't even got into the game management as well. I mean, how he actually manages a game and the fact that he took him off when we were we were desperate for a goal in 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 the biggest game in the club's recent history in the semi final. We're what you take your main goal scorer off and. And then you realise that, oh, we need a goal. So you bring on Nketiah with one minute to go. Like, oh, <laughs> I just thought, does that need any more speak? Well, it's just absolutely bizarre. Uh, what a stupid thing. That's I'm, just I'm one prob- that's just one example, isn't it? Yeah, of, of very I'm important probably asked this question to you, Andrew, before, but I'll ask it to James now the season's at it nearly at its end. Have you ever, James, picked the correct Arsenal 11 lineup? Um, well, I used to try and predict them on Twitter before each game, and I stopped because right. I went, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's right, exactly. I can't, exactly. Yeah, I gave up. I gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gave up. Just can't um, get it. Just no, no. Throw a couple of Googlers in there. You think where did that come from? Yeah, tomorrow. I've got, I think it's. I think it's. I've got tomorrow. What I think it's going to be in my head, but what it will be, it'll be completely different. It'll be nowhere near. No, no, no. I, I, and you've got to, I mean, the, the, you can tinker with the forward line more. You can tinker even with the, the midfield a bit more. But what you shouldn't do is tinker with the back four. Yeah. And the off. fact that we cannot ever, ever have a stable back four mm-hmm. is just ridiculous because they need to work together more than anyone else on the pitch. And I, I just do not understand why you would keep chopping and changing the central defensive pairing, the the the, uh, the fallbacks all the time, every single game. It's just, it's just a basic of football. You don't, it doesn't mean that you're clever and you, you know you're outwitting people by changing the back four. I mean, it's a defence. They're, they're there to defend the goal. You're not going to be. It, it's, if you tinker with the front three, for example, that is throwing the the opposition manager a little bit because you don't know which players to you know to which to assign who your defenders to, maybe. But the back four should be a solid unit for all time. Mm. And I, I, it doesn't show you that uh, you're a really clever manager who's out trying to act out-tactic your opposition. It just shows you that you're a bit naive, to be honest mm. with you. It's a bit, I think it's a bit stupid rather than football, being clever. Football is Completely all about consistency, Andrew. It's about consistency, the way you play the game the formation you play and the players you play. And we've got none of that. Every game is chop and change players, tactics, mm. players in different positions. It's just the mishmash. And yeah. the great teams of the past, normally the same eight or nine play every week. And they only change mm. normally with tightness or an injury. And we, I, we just I can't do that. We I don't have it up in the air and see where they land. Yeah. I don't have it to hand yeah. at the moment. I don't have it to hand at the moment, <laughs> Melvin. But I think I, re- I read it a couple of weeks back that everyone that was in the top four at the time, their centre backs had played thirty plus games together that yeah. year. This so far this year, I think it was thirty-one yeah. or something games they've all played together. Mm. But that's just centre backs. That weren't even full backs as well. Yeah, it wasn't nowhere near that, is it? No, there's nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's a that's another that's another thing about Mikel. I mean, I mean, sorry to interrupt, Andrew, but it's just, again, he's been in the job over a year and a half now, well, nearly a year and a half, and he doesn't he hasn't got a settled back four. I mean, apart from T when Tini's fit, he's the only recognised defender in the back four. It's always chop and change chop, and as I've been saying, I'm like, 
how can you, knowing where you want to be, say keep chopping and changing? You need to recognize. You need a spine. You need to recognize spine. Your goalkeeper, your centre backs, midfield, and your striker. And he keeps it's a constant merry go round in the, in the back in the back four itself. Well, you, what kind of competent manager would take out a big part of that spine, yeah. whether you like him or not? Jacker has been our constant this season, rocking midfield. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. I don't like the guy. I want to get rid of him. But we cannot deny that he's been our best midfielder this year. So why would you then take him out of that Robot. midfield role and stick him at a left-back position in a really, really crucial time of the season when we're leading up to like two-legged semi-final Again, in the Europa yeah. League? It's just beggars belief, honestly, because you're not only ruining your left-back position, you're ruining the midfield as well. I was about to say, especially as you said, putting him at left-back against a manager that did it himself and knows that that's that's a weakness for Xhaka. That's easy. That's like, cool, just attack him and you're done. Because he can't defend. He's not that comfortable at left-back. He's not what Flamini was in 2006, for example. And and the other other thing you're doing there with that as well is, if you were going to do that, you have to play El Nenny because he helps mm. protect. But yeah. he's gone for Sabal, yeah. who, who's another against, one. Against. Who's, who's another one who we know is going to leave. Right. He doesn't really care. Every other week he comes out and says, "Oh, I'd rather be in Spain." And yet he's still he's still fixing. It's almost comical, isn't it, though, James? Honestly, it's almost laughable. Oh, it? let me know what I meant. Let me know what I meant to laugh, mate. And I'll. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> What's, sorry, what's more concerning as well is that One of them, I don't today, like the punchline. Sorry, what's more concerning today is in the press conference today, he's come out and said the majority of this squad are going to be here again. Let's say, you know, why? What, 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 say what? Okay, it's not worked. We're now 10th. We're literally 10th. We're not 9th, 10th. We're fighting for mid-table here. And you're saying these players are good enough to get us back to where we need to be. You're doing everything that Wenger used to do. Have, you're it's showing blind faith in the wrong place. You're so blind faith in the wrong players, and I mean, as you said, we're going for fucking the guy from Sheffield United. I don't, I've never rated myself, and I don't get what again. Basuma is screaming. That's the most obvious choice. But now we go for the bargain basement, like cheap and cheerful, because it's it recommended be by somebody to cope. It won't cost. That I don't think. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I honestly don't think, think that that will be. I think it will be. Just, I don't think that would be that. Stri- I think it'd be as well as Basuma. But with with um. A reason, I think, the reason I say bargain basement because now they've been because now Sheffield have been relegated. The price will now drop because they need the money to come back and try and re- regain their position back in the Premier League straight away. So that, again, like with um, we've been linked with was it Max Aaron's. I think that's going to be the price for him will be more expensive now because they're back in the Premier League and he's had that Premier League experience in the first place. And he just it, just go for it again. And again, it's, we're linked with players that we don't need to be linked with either. It's just look. We need to sort out certain areas. Address them first. Get your first team players in first. This was what I was saying last summer. Get, you always, like, in any transfer window, you, you sort your first team out. Once you get your first players you want for your first 11, first team sorted, great. Then you you work on what you need as squad players, the ones that will come in and do a job. Like Ryan Bertrand, I, I can get that because he's Premier League proven. If worst no, case scenario, <clears throat> the reason. Because he's Premier League proven. If worst case happens with Tierney, he comes injured again. We've got someone that doesn't need to set it into the Premier League. In that he's sense, home, I get it on, I get it on that as well. Yep. Which you feel the quote we're doing exactly the same thing. We're putting a sticky plaster on it again. Uh, I'm saying on that level, because he's because he's a Premier League proven player, I can get it on that level. 
But when it's mm. plays that just don't make no sense whatsoever, that we don't, we just don't need. It's like there's a do it just to, oh, this will be like with Pepe. It was like, oh, this will keep the fans quiet. Be excited. Oh, here's Pepe for you. 72 million. Right. Where, hey. And everyone, and again, back then, all the fans, all the fans pretty much went, oh, they mean business. They actually are they actually find the money, right? Find the pocket. Ryan, we haven't got European football next year. It's a great opportunity now to get yeah. rid of make our squad <laughs> so much smaller. Get rid of the hmm. maybe okay players. We've got too many of those. Just get rid. If they play well for other clubs, I don't care. Good luck to the other clubs. Good luck to the hmm. players. There's many a player that we could have sold and should have sold last summer that we keep. Hmm. They're not antiques. They're footballers. They're no good. Get yeah. rid of them. They, they, they ain't suddenly going to be like wine and get worth more money, especially not if they keep playing for us and people look at them. Get exactly, rid of these exactly, players. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've lost players. better players than these ones that we've got now, and yet yeah. people, oh, get God, so def- yeah. people get so defensive over them. I'm like, bloody yeah. hell, you should have been you should have been when Mark Overmars left when I was a kid. I can yeah. stop crying. Yeah, Mark, I know. Mark Overmars, Emmanuel Petit. I mean, when, when the Vincent, yeah. Vincent, 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 straight oh, after the same here. Yeah, straight off the Invincible season. What was it? Martin Keown, Ray Pardo, Carnu, big players, big personalities that made a big contribution to. Not just that invisible season, but that that's period of dominance that we had for that three, four year period, just gone like that. And they weren't replaced. I mean, Vieira the following year, Henri a year, a couple of years later, then we you got the Lundbergs and want to leave because all, the, everything that was around them suddenly gone and they get replaced by crap. And they, he actually basically come out and said it. The reason I joined West Ham because everyone around me that was positive and then we'll go for tarts and competing, they left and it was replaced by crap. I went they through it. the same level. I went through it in 1971 when we won the double. I thought, this is it. Mm. This is easy. Every year we're going to win the league here and win the cup. This is, he split the team 19, up, Bertie, mate. Not, he split them all yeah. up. He got rid of our captain, Raymond Fintock, who was an unbelievable player, and brought Jeff Blockby. Nothing wrong with Jeff Blockby, but mm. he weren't in the same class as Frank. Frank actually nearly mm. won the, the league with QBR the next season, or the mm. season after that. He yeah. got rid of um, Ray Kennedy a season or two after that, who became probably the highest league stroke, FA Cup stroke, European Cup middle winner. Wilson left a few years later after 71 as well. Right. He got rid of, um, he got rid of that uh, Bob McNabb, who was a fantastic mm. I could name them all. Just got rid of them. Just like, went mm. chop, 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 chop. And a well, couple we had, of years later, we were yeah. struggling. Yeah, I mean, you know, the season after we won the double, we did okay. We didn't win, we become second in the league, mm. I think, in FA Cup. Um, uh, finalist, but then he, he took the uh, chopper out again, as they say, and then all of a sudden it was like, Wow, this is not the mm. team that we're used to, and it just rocks it in. And that's what's happened with this team, really, over the years. Mm. We've got like something's got to change big time to get it back on kill. I don't know what it's got to be. I don't know, people shout about the owner, well, perhaps that has got to happen, yeah. but it's got to be yeah. between yeah. the owner and the manager as well. It's got to be changed. Oh, yeah, Get rid of the players yeah. now. Don't say we're going to sign yeah. them for next season as well. Oh, I know. That's, that's what's, there that's, any room for getting decent players. Yeah, and that's what's going to be much more. Yeah, exactly. When I had that small, I mean, we've been saying, I mean, um, Andrew's been saying as well, Miguel Aziz. We've signed Bellingham to a four year contract, and then, well, you, you won't, you're not going to be you're not going to be in a squad until you sign the contract. So it's the fucking contract. They still can't get in the squad. I mean, oh. seriously. I mean, the treatment of these players as well is like. I mean, how it okay? It's, it's so obvious that Eddie's going to be out the door, but he's but he's in the squad still. I mean, okay, doesn't really contribute. Yeah, he's got an equaliser against Fulham in the last dying seconds. 
thanks to again a, a goalkeeper that's not even part of our actual on the books. He's a lone goalkeeper from Brighton, who actually I, I rate highly at the moment more than what we've got as our first choice. I, I think you should be our first goal at the moment. Be yeah, with yeah, exactly. Yeah, but commands <laughs> the area better. And then we're hearing we're hearing that Leno's not committed all of a sudden. He's like, oh, and then today he comes out. No, no, I'm committed. No, go away. You're you clearly not. Go away, learn your car somewhere else. Some, bugger someone else. He's, re- like, he's realised no one wants care. to buy him. That's why. He's like, yeah, oh, he's I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll stay where I am. Said, hmm. His agents come back and said, sorry, guys, they're yeah, buying Munich and <laughs> Dortmund or whatever. Yeah. It's not, not interesting. No, they're not oh, interested. Right, they're okay. Okay. Let's let's go go back got bigger, yeah, they've got bigger fish to find. Uh, uh, just, it might as well stay I'm here. Just, we're, not, we're not going to be in Europe next year. Why not? We need to just blow it all up. This is why I'm. I don't know whether you guys have listened to the Arsenal Vision podcast or the Arscast that has come out over the last couple of days, and they've been talking about Ryan Bertrand. I totally and utterly agree with them. Like saying, if we go and buy uh, or t- just take on Bertrand again because he's free, uh, uh, when the new season kicks off, he's going to be 32, and we give mm. him another two or three year contract, which he's going to want. You know, is that the right thing to do when you've got a retirement home coming in? Again, he's got an he's got bloody Chelsea roots as well. You know, it's like another Mm. it's it's another massive mistake. Why don't we go to Derby and get their left back, like a real promising young player, like and actually try and build for the future when we've got no um, Europa League next season or whatever? It's the perfect time to do it and and blood him into the team. Why why get a thirty two year old who's who's knackered who's got his last year contract? Mm. Who we were, who we were spoken about, like in the um, in the window, the last window. It was Bertrand we were talking about when they people talk about, and this one, the Bertrand and Van the Crystal Palace left back, Patrick Van yeah. Hanholt. Not him, no, no, the youngster. Oh, the youngster. Oh, Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. He looks okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, he, he looks do. okay. He do a job. Yeah. What what I would say yeah. is, is seeing announcement of the uh, pre-season game versus Hibs. Makes yeah. me think that yeah. we're by Josh Doig. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, Josh I think, I think it, it screams that we're probably doing a deal for him, and that's part of the deal. We, we do a pre season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. 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 oh, right. And, 18 um, year old. He's six foot. Six foot. Yeah, uh, they vave about him, apparently. He's like, yeah. going to be the next, big, the next best thing coming out that, of Scotland. That I'd love. I'd love that. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Why, but, you know, we need to do something like that. Then why would we get Ryan Bertrand in at 32, give him a two-year contract or possibly well, a three-year contract? Because you know what we like. Mate, you know, I'm going just... to I'm going to offend my father here, who is Scottish. But yeah, they're you know shortbread, uh, heroin, <laughs> and left backs. They're the three things that they're, 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 they're producing them. They're, they're doing really well producing them at the moment. Iron brew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Brew. Yeah. Can't forget that as well. Yeah. yeah I'm Brew. I'm Brew. And, 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 the pro- and the Proclaimers. Yeah. And the Proclaimers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's not the Proclaimers there. Good yeah. Song, I'm a fan. Else. I'm a fan. I've seen them. The sunshine on Leaf. I know. Brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. I can't wait oh, for the cup dear. final. Scottish cup final. <laughs> oh, my days. But yeah, you now you said that it does make sense because we did do that. I think when we, was it when we signed, I think it was it Oxlade Chamberlain or the year we, was it when Southampton came up? Who did we sign when they came up? I can't remember who it was. I think it might be Knox. Oh, literally that summer we played a pre-season against them, a pre-season game against them. At the same time, it was announced about about. So it, it would it wouldn't surprise you because we've done it before. So you know, yeah. what, well, again, that, we, on that and, basis, and we're probably on a pre-season against Chelsea, won't we? We've got dangers. <laughs> we are playing a pre-season game against Chelsea. Cold. We are. Yeah. 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 
probably yeah, sums it up really. We're playing Rangers. So, who are we buying from Rangers then? We get well, that's another. We'll be oh, Glenn Kamara's. We've apparently been looking to bring him back to Arsenal from Rangers. That, I mean, Tavernier <laughs> scores goals from right back. He, he might, he might, yeah. few penalties to get him in. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, John's just put a, a message in the chat saying, No, Ooh. no, like Klasnach will be our left back next season. Yeah. This is Not a genuine right, thing that I'm going to say, right? This is yeah. a genuine, genuine thing. I would rather have him in his last year of his contract because we know that he's in the last year of his contract and we maybe get, I don't know, what, two million quid for him. If we can't sell him, I'd rather keep him until he and let his contract run out. As I a, don't as want to see him play for us again. You want to see him win a red shirt back at the Arsenal? Oh, eh? He's not good enough. He's I know he's not, not good, good enough. enough no, I'd rather oh. have that as a left back as a left back um, Hi, James. substitute. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> getting Ryan Bertrand on a three-year fucking contract. I'd rather have had goalie Ryan play at left back. Oh, so would I, mate. Seriously, I, I, I just don't left. want us to sign. Oh, no, I don't no, want dude. us to sign Ryan Bertrand. That's what Jamie. I'm saying. It's, it'll be the wrong backward step. <laughs> Honestly. Right. With that, uh, James has got to go. Yeah, I've got to shoot off. I promise you, I'll yeah. come back and we'll talk longer. I promise yeah, no so worries. Where can people, you guys. James, where can people find you, mate? James, oh, where can people L- find L- you? LL Cool James 91 on Twitter. And yeah. then James Johnston Football on YouTube. I'll probably make a video. I don't know. I haven't done one for nearly uh, four or three months because I can't be bothered. And then purely <laughs> Arsenal. When we when we can all be bothered, we might come back as well. We co- they come together, yeah. Go and find it on Spotify. And all, yeah. <laughs> all right, take care, guys. Thanks so much. See you yeah, later. Later. No worries. Right. Bye, Cheers, yeah. James. And then there were three of us. But then we now we move on to the tomorrow well, tomorrow's game, the penultimate game of the season. Fans are back in, so Palace will have fans in. How do we go against like, my home? I can't remember. What say again? How do we go against Palace at home? Nil nil. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a dull nil nil game. Nil. We did we did a watch on we just sat there probably. talk about other crap. It was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Back in January. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah, do that. Yeah. Don't when do you're that in right. pain, you forget about pain, don't you, sometimes? Yeah, literally, <laughs> it, was, it was right at the end of January. I think it was a yeah, game before May United in January. And literally, we done a watch long, and we think, oh, Palace, the Formula we we've turned a corner. We'll we'll win. It's at home as well, and it was the worst game I've ever watched this season. Something That's saying something. That game. Something must have happened. Surely, did we have yeah. a goal disallowed or something? For what? I don't. I, can't remember I actually can't remember. No, we did that. It was no. in that really, really terrible period, wasn't it, when we were absolutely shocking? Well, it was just going back into it because we just it was in January. It was just before going back into that. Oh, that right. was, yeah, because we were just in a rich line of form where we were winning games and getting over the line somewhat while you're the other, even in the cups. And just before the, the Southampton game as well. So literally, we played it as a nil nil, and then we get into the Man United game. A few days later, and then obviously the, the FA the FA Cup game was on the front that weekend. And then just, everything just fell apart again. We just we went to Wolves, played a great first half. Penalty got penalty got given. It all fell apart from there. The whole season. I remember doing was... the watch along. Yeah, well, I don't know if you were on it, Andrew. I can't remember. Did, did I think you the watch along Wolves, right? Do you remember? Yeah. It wasn't either of you two or me, obviously. Somebody said this is the best we've played from the first half. As he said, the other team scored, and it wasn't yeah. his performance. Yeah. It was. It was it, we were brilliant. Fantastic performance. We looked terrific. Oh, we should have been two or three up. I think Joel said it. 
I think it was, it was Joel. Joel. Was, I think you might be right, yeah. Joel, was Joel or okay. other, other Ryan that said it, and literally as they were saying it, like, just, yeah, I think it was Ryan actually. He was saying, actually, you know what, guys, it's been actually really good football. And Joel something up, yeah, it's been actually the best half we've seen, best best half we played, best football we've seen. And then literally two seconds later, bang, put that off for fuck's sake. Could have been, it could have been any of it. I mean, it could have been me that said it because I, it, it, wasn't it was you. brilliant it wasn't football. You. It wasn't. I know it was a really good game. And we then, jump, mate, oh, we yeah. all, Andrew, we all jumped in at half time like how the because we all we all agreed. We were like, yeah, how the, how, the, how, the, how does it literally one all? How the hell have they got a penalty and got back into this game because we. Going over at we're like, we've absolutely dominated them. Away from home, I'm wanting you. This is Wolves, new Wolves that have come up and given us a test over the last few years. And we've gone there and we've absolutely dominated them. We've made them look like bloody a team that's second missed an open goal, didn't he? Fighting for survival, yeah. At nil nil, he missed an open goal in the first two minute and a half, I think it was. Then he had another chance. And then eventually, I think, Pepe scored in the end. But then, but either way. Yeah, Pepe scored in the end, but yeah, Shaq had like three chances before that. So we should we you should know how Pepe scored, Andrew. <laughs> no, you know how Pepe scored. <laughs> no, shall I tell you? Go on. He got you said he was game. shit just before. Andrew. No, no, he said he was shit. He got dropped the next game. That's why he scored. Oh, no, right, okay. Okay. Scored. I thought it's normally because you say he's absolutely shit yeah. and he should never be on the pitch, and then he suddenly <laughs> puts one into the top post. I don't think going. Yeah, you know, I'm quite even handed. I say if he does well, I say he does poorly. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, going back, going back tomorrow. I was saying tomorrow night we've got, we've got, we've got, we're trying to brighten things up and sort of look forward to the last two shitty games of the season. For the fact that they have nothing to fight for, pretty much. If if, we, if we're being brutally honest, but as I said, they're going to have their Palace. It's Palace at home. It's Roy Hodgson's last game. They've announced it today, as in last home game. So there's fans there as well. So they're, they're, they're going to want to make a bit of a party out of it. And as you say, typical, it's just, yeah, it's just announce it the game 24 hours before you play us. Yeah, why not? Because you know what's going to happen now. They're going to turn up, put on a show. Ben is going to score a hat-trick. Zaha's going to fucking tear us in from him, apparently. It's going to happen. Uh, what's the, yeah, what's the against, uh, Sunday yeah. against Villa. Against Villa. That's it. Yeah. Play too bad. I, I, I to be honest, I did what I had that game on the second half. They were the, they actually took because first half it was end to end, second half they took hold of the game, and it was literally they, they deserved to win it because they had the entire game basically on their by their fingertips. It was yeah. theirs to lose, and that's because of how they were playing. Villa actually went and can I just that back blow my own trumpet as well? Everyone's jumping on the back of that Ebe Eze now, so yeah, I saw, I've seen that as well. Yeah, do you remember me having a yeah, so last in, summer, yeah, when he was at QPR saying we should get him, he was available for 12 million quid. Just wanted to say that because, yeah, and with the news today about Roy Hodgson obviously stepping down, there's also news that we are now going to make a bid for Eze, apparently. So, yeah, it's true, probably it's be true. 30 odd million and a pound, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I mean, are we actually? I mean, if all, all jokes aside, are we actually looking forward to this game tomorrow? With now the news of knowing what's coming our way, with the, they're going to want to be in a party atmosphere themselves, the fans, and it's going to be the last home game in charge and things like that. I only want to see this game used, which he won't, to give blood a couple of youngsters. That's mm. all I want him to do. Be for, we, we, mate, Melvin, we've been saying it for weeks. We should do that. Yeah, true. true. I just... Um, 
yeah, I just want to see what the lineup's going to be. And if it's like, if he plays players like Ceballos and, you know, Willian or whatever, no, I ain't going to be bothered. I obviously <laughs> could not be bothered. Because we, Jacker, I think Jacker is definitely going in the summer. Do you know what he, looks like, he, yeah. had a, he had an agreement with Bellerin last summer to give him one more year. And he promised him he would let Bellerin go in this summer. Yeah. So I think he had the same deal with Xhaka because Xhaka was off, if you remember. He was he had a one foot on the plane to Berlin, mm-hmm. and he he talked him into staying. So I I honestly think that he said, "Just give me one more year, and I promise you, you can go next summer." Yeah. So I think he's gone. I think Bellerin's gone. I think loads of players are going. And right. when we're talk, right. talking about the the midfield. Um, and we were talking about Sander Burge earlier. Mm. He, he's not going to be the only one. We're going to have to get, a, 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 definitely going to have to go for um, Bissouma as well, at least, because yes, we're going to be losing Xhaka. We're going to be losing Ceballos. We're going to be Guendouzi. losing uh, Guendouzi. We're going to be losing Torreira. I mean, who, who got left? I mean, we've, we've got to bring back. Well. Yeah. I mean, we've got to bring back Willock for, as yeah. an option. I, I've got no, I mean, you cannot say. That he goes to to and plays like that in in a really struggling team, mm. and say that he's not worth a good enough for Arsenal. Good have a chance, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, not um, saying he's going to start yeah. every week, but he, he's got to be in the squad, yeah. surely. I mean, exactly. I mean, love football. Hate KSC yeah. says, do you, did you realise, Ryan, that we opted for William over Eze last summer on agent yeah. recommendation? Oh Was no! It? Hold on, why no. have we got agents picking our team? Well, we we sacked them off, didn't we? At that, around that time, but also we've got oh, to get rid of the now. Kia, what's his name? I can't remember his son, but Kia basically just action. That's uh, Woody Ann's agent, and he and obviously David Louise's agent, and this and the other. And he's obviously he was best friends with Val, he's part of Val's little black book. The second Val left, we didn't we didn't we didn't go near any of their, any of these players. When we signed Willian, Raul was still at the club by the skin of his teeth. Sadly. If we get rid of Willian, if we get rid of uh, uh, Cedric this summer, we have no no more Kira players in our squad. Yeah. None. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah. It's, got, it's, it's got to happen. Louise is going, obviously. So if we can get rid of Willian, who wants to go now, thank God, um, then great. It, it, That's we, doing we us a favour. All yeah, that he, guy's contacts out of our club. Yeah, I mean, is Williams making that a big, big, big sudden dance? But he's actually doing us a favour by going because he ain't done nothing for us. But scoring an A three kick against whoever it was the other night, I can't remember. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm so switched off, I can't even remember now. Oh, was, she- was it Sheffield? Was it Sheffield? No, no it wasn't Sheffield. No, it was. Well, oh, who was it? Oh, I can't remember. Who it was now. Oh, West Brom. Was, sorry. Um, West Brom. West Brom. I got a question for you. What was um, the first goal? Rose goal, Smith Rose goal, like the first one against West Brom. Oh, amazing! Good football, but guess who? Guess who? Guess, like said, you got the assist. Saka, two old youngsters yeah. running, running the. Oh, it's it's a lovely goal. little oh, volley from quite, quite close range. It was a lovely little volley from quite close range. He, uh, mm. he did really well. But yeah, Saka basically Saka got the ball, ran, ran with it down the left hand side. Yeah, left left hand side he ran, cut in. Yeah. And then pulled, and then literally pulled the ball back, with a bit of a, bit of a lift in it. And then Smith Rose just comes along, and guides it inside of his foot. Oh yes, into the bottom yes. corner. 
He was yeah. in between a couple of their defenders, wasn't he? Yeah. He just got it in the right place at the right time. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was and that was Arsenal Arsenal esque sort of football that sort of get the ball and run with it, not sort of twenty passes to get to the goal. No, get the ball and fucking run. And guess who did it? A fucking youngster. <laughs> a kid. Again, but this is another <laughs> this is another thing of our season. It's it's the kid, Smith throws the sackers. When, you get, when, Martin gets, when Martinelli gets given a chance, Martinelli's off this world that are actually dragging this team somewhat to a decent result every now and then. Without them, well, can God, you imagine God knows if we'd have had Willock, if we'd have had Willock since Christmas, instead of Sabahis mm. getting those minutes, imagine if Willock had got Sabahis' minutes yeah. since Christmas and he could have scored three, four, five goals for us. I mean, I hope, instead. I hope mm. it's to do... I, I hope it's... You know, I know he's been injured, Martinelli, right? <laughs> but I think the manager, the way he's treated him, has knocked all the stuff out of Martinelli. Yeah. He hasn't got, he's, not, he's not the same player, in my opinion. I hope he becomes it again. But he's not the same player. He's not buzzing like he used to. He, he can't yeah. even shoot now. He can't get one on target, to be honest with you. You have a look at his, since he's come back. His timing's Great all wrong with shooting. Look what's happened to Thomas Partey. Yeah. We've broken him completely. He's Absolutely. like a busted yeah. blush. Yeah, literally. I get it. Again, we've spoke about it all throughout the season to Melvin and um, Andrew. We've we've been saying the last half of the season that the reason he's in this the reason we're seeing what we're seeing with Partey is because he's been mismanaged when he was injured and we were told after the North, what was it, after the Wolves game at home that Partey look, the injury's not is not as good not it's bad and worse than what we thought it was. He's going to be out till mid-January. Fast forward seven days. We're seeing him in an North London Derby first sight 11 on one leg. He's been put yeah. so mismanaged. It's unreal. It's effective. Again, again confidence-wise, it's, it's massively effective him. And Pete in the chat, I mean, you're, come on, just, just, just subscribe to the channel. You've been in enough now. I told you, I've been telling you all week he's going to go. He's now confirmed he's going. Bit, deal with it. You, could, and you know what? As I said at the start of the stream, you're going to see it. I did say it. Come back to where he come, where he started. We brought Eason from our academies, one of our own. Why not? He'd actually improve us. That's the irony behind it. They need to, they need to sell him to pay for and, that toilet bowl, the yeah. Arty Shanks Arena, and also, um, and also because of results that the result that the results that are going on tonight, mathematically Tottenham can't get Champions League football now. So that's the reason he's going because he because he wants to go somewhere where you can not. You can continue not just get Champions League football, you can, can compete. And you know what? Part of a rebuild coming back to you. You can stay in the UK. You can stay in the UK, can you, if he goes? Yeah, go to Manchester. I think if he wants to yeah, chase the. I think if he, wants, if he wants to chase Alan Shearer's record, he'll stay in the UK. If he's not bothered about Shearer's record, he'll probably go PSG with Poch. You know why he should stay in the UK? Because he gets better protection from the press and the referees over here. Yeah, that's true. He stays England captain, that's true, yeah. Well, potentially, you know, I say he's going to go to Manchester. Mm. He could go Chelsea as well, not even have to move house. Oh, that would be a bit tough, wouldn't it? Chelsea, bloody hell! That's what I'm so saying. I mean, yeah. the, the, fucking imagine the bloodbath. That'd be. I mean, it'd be, oh. it wouldn't be. I don't know what'd be worse coming to, coming to Arsenal or going to Chelsea. I think Arsenal would be slightly yeah, worse. Because of forget about that. <laughs> we can't other areas to worry about. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just joking. I'm joking because I was his. Pete, he's a Tottenham fan in the chat, so I just want to poke the bear a bit there. Oh dear, but it is what, what right. it is. One <laughs> I think that's what would be stuck. I think that's what, yeah. 
I think that's. I think it's one forty. It's been stuck in his head by Levy. Oh. I think so. Yeah. But the thing is, they'll get that. They'll get that money. They'll get it all. They'll get a bit of cut down because of COVID. A cut down price. I think they'll get. I think they they'll accept something around hundred million for him. But eighteen ninety, I'll say, yeah. Because of how long it's after his contract. Yeah. If it's to, if it's to a city, they'll get the full price. If it's to Chelsea or May United, they'll get a cut. They'll send at a cut down price. Oh dear, but it is what it is. We'll go back to the Arsenal. I mean. Score predictions for the game, guys. And also, what's your, what would be your 11 for tomorrow as well? I give up with the 11. I give up, boys. I'm not going to try and predict the 11, but no. I know, you know, give you a rough your, idea yeah, about what would be, be your 11 for tomorrow, basically. Make it more fun. I'd have Matt, right. Matty Ryan didn't go. Correct. Um, Left back, I'll, I'll obviously have Tierney, left back. Um, right back, I'll probably go for... I'll probably go for Chambers at right back. Mm. And then Holding and, and uh, Gabriel, probably, uh, central defenders. Because um, what's the point in playing Cedric or... Uh, Bellerin at right back. They ain't going to be mm. here next season, probably. Cedric going? Um, I would think okay. so. Would, honestly, he's he's he can't. He's fourth Depends choice mate, at the moment. Fourth well, choice. Yeah. If Arteta if staying, I think he'll go. If Arteta leaves, he might right. stay because he might give a first. Someone comes and gives him a chance. Well, right but... wing back. It, right wing back. He, he played Saka there, so that makes him fourth choice at uh, right back. His actual mm. position. The other the other game. So uh, if we can get rid of him, then he'll go. Um, he's really two nice recognised fullbacks, he can't get in the top four. No, he plays Saka ahead of him, and Saka's never played right wing back before. And Chambers, Chambers ain't a fullback either. No, not really. No, no, it's time for exactly. So yeah. would you stay if you were him? We could use him as leverage to uh, as a part exchange to to buy another right back potentially. Mm. Potentially. Um, Anyway, so that's the back four. Then midfield, I'll probably go. Um, I mean, I'd love to see Partey and Aziz uh, mm. in midfield, but I ain't gonna have to. But this is my choice anyway. So, yeah, yeah Partey yeah. and Aziz in midfield. And then I'd have Martinelli, Saka, Smith Rowe uh, as the behind Balogun as a, cent- mm. as a striker. Yeah. And what's the score? What's yeah, your score prediction as well? Um, we'll probably lose 2-1. Because they're going to be trying to do everything they can. Last home game that Roy Hodgson's playing, they're, they're playing fairly well. Oh, We're yeah. not going to be really particularly bothered about it. Uh, I think they'll probably get a dodgy penalty. Um, and you know who... Zaha will always raise his game against us and mm. do something. So... Now, seriously, I I can't ever I can't ever really back against Arsenal. I mean, mm. I can't see us being a really two one or one all. Take your pick mm. out of those two. Two one to Arsenal or one all. Mm. But I'll be yeah. surprised if we lose two one. If I'm honest, uh, Melvin, what about yourself? Very similar. To Andrews, Ryan in goal. I have Cedric. I will have Cedric right back. So I'm not sure about him leaving. I'll have um, two Brazilians at centre back with Tierney. 
I'll have exactly the same midfield as Andrew. Yeah. And, two and the same two four Brazilian up front. Midfield. Two Brazilian defenders, you say. Yeah, like Mar and, uh, and Gabriel. He ain't Brazilian. He's Spanish. He's Spanish. But he played in Brazil. I know what you meant. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Mari and Gabriel. Yeah. That's what we might see. And I think if we have that yeah. team, picked by Melvin Marks, coached by Melvin Marks, we win 2 0. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, for myself, I, again, I'm relying up. I'm pretty much agreeing with you guys. Matt Ryan in goal, which I think I think will happen anyway. But yeah, Matt, Matty Ryan in goal. Uh, right back. I'm going to go for Cedric. I'd like to just who I'd want Cedric. And then again, a partnership would I want is Gabriel Amari. Two left footers. I don't care. They could work to go fucking play two left footers, isn't it worked? So why can't it work for us? And arguably, at the moment, what we as what's at the club are two best uh, centre backs available going into next season as well. Uh, Tini at left back, Mark, uh, Miguel Aziz and Partey midfield partnership. We'd run it on the bench. He can come on at half time or sixty minutes. He can come on and do a bit of a run out. Uh, I think, and then Smith only can roll like can number ten, like the creative midfield role, we call it. Uh, Saka, Martinelli, and Balogun. Yeah, you know, if we did lose, I wouldn't mind that. But with, with that lineup, I wouldn't mind us losing because he's trying something different with younger yeah. players and blooding them in. And you don't expect them to win because of the blood because they, they haven't got that experience. Whereas if, if, he, if he went for full strength with us, I'd be pissed off. Even I would actually be more pissed off for that because you've actually we're losing with your best eleven, basically your best team, basically. Whereas if we if you try something new, you go, oh, look, yeah, we lost. No to play for. We try something. You, we get on with it, but I think we'll be. I think we'll draw one all. If we, if the, if the way that I think we will win the game is if we do play a team like all of us have suggested, because yeah. those players will play their hearts out and they will try everything uh, for the badge. But yeah. if we don't, then so, yeah. I just think it will just coast into a crap game, like it always has done the last uh, few games of the season under. Emery uh, before mm, and uh, how it has done in the past against uh, Palace mm. and Benteke will get his one annual goal against us because he always does and Zaha will get a penalty against us because he always does as well so <laughs> but yeah I totally agree Russ you can't you just can't do that it's just yeah. it's can't totally against it. the rules of football that <laughs> the really FA wrote 150 years ago uh, <laughs> oh yeah you got a lot uh, John in the chat as well saying maybe Spurs will be lucky enough to be the first English team to in the Europa Conference League. That's where they are actually. In the, that's where they are currently standing as it stands. The results go against them because mm-hmm. they've, they've got to play Leicester and Leicester now have got to win because they've lost tonight to cement their did Champions you see, Did you see the goal that it is he scored against um, yeah, Chelsea? Yeah, last week. Yeah, last week. Yeah, it's terrific. Absolutely amazing. It's like yeah. a Maradona in 86, wasn't it? Yeah, he's got the, <laughs> he just got the ball and ran with it. He's like, a little bit of in, zigging, zigging in and out, and then literally just went, boom. And it was, again, it's it absolute quality. But as I get, look at the quality we've got. But we've got someone like that in our academy. Again, we've seen play briefly the first team this season at the Europa League in the group stages, and he came on and he looked. 
he didn't look like a place at place sorry you know he looked like he was a first he, he was in the he was a first team player that he'd been playing for, for the Arsenal first team for a while now I don't, I don't care that it was against Dundalk because it, oh, it's exactly, not yeah. it's the occasion of representing Arsenal in the Europa League it didn't phase him at all you know it could have been against yeah. anyone I think it's all about the mentality that impressed mm. me not, the, not that he played well against Dundalk because you know Dundalk but it's, it, it's the way that he took the whole um, occasion in his stride I think it was really impressive he did it he had a really good uh, little cameo didn't he Uh, yeah, um, and with that, I think we'll wrap things up. I've obviously got the watch, we're gonna do the watch on tomorrow. Um, got two more games, we may as well fucking just see him out. Uh, dear, but Andrew, where can people find you and what have you got coming up on your podcast and channel? Yeah, Thursday, I've got um, Tom Watt coming back for the long awaited return of Mesut Island Discs. So please, oh, brilliant that. Mm. Fantastic, yeah, I'd enjoy them. Yeah, that's a really good show. So I'm looking mm. forward to that. Thursday, I'm not doing it tomorrow because obviously the football's on. Um, but you can find me on uh, the From Dale Square to Where YouTube channel and at From Dale Square on Twitter. And once again, it's been a pleasure. Thank you to everyone mm. in the chat as well. And you can also find his audio of his podcast on the spot of uh, Apple, Google. Yeah, it's on major ones, yeah, Apple yeah. Podcasts. I Google, you name it, it's on them. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely no problem. And Melvin, what about yourself? If you want to be found on social media, let them know where they can find you. <laughs> find me on Andrew's channel on Dale Square Square. Andrew, who else is on Thursday with Tom? Hey, no one, just me and uh, Tom at the moment. So if you right. want to jump on, you're welcome. I've done it. I've done it, haven't I? I've done it. I know you have, yeah, but if you just oh. wanted to come on anyway, right. you're more than welcome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I've got actually a question. I'll, I'll speak to you later about something. I can't do it on live. Right, lovely. Uh, find me on, obviously, Ryan's channel. He invites me on the whole time, which is brilliant. And also on uh, Richard's channel over and over and over again. So uh, thanks again. Got something off our chest tonight, a few things. Mm. And I look forward yeah. to tomorrow night, I think. Actually, we've got a Sky man coming okay. around tomorrow. My sky's not working at the moment. <laughs> That'd be the reason we can't come on to A little bit of magic. <laughs> Otherwise, I've got to watch it on the computer. But we'll see. Oh, You've got an engineer coming down to work on your dungeon, really, to everyone. What did you say, Sky? Yeah. I've got a bit of a dungeon. I've got a bit of a problem. <laughs> I don't know if you can help me. There's no den, so I'm a bit worried. <laughs> oh, the, VR, the VRP lounge has been flooded or something. <laughs> that's not but that's the problem it was <laughs> the peasants are complaining oh dear, <laughs> oh, dear god but yeah i mean guys again thanks a massive thanks to andrew james and melvin tonight i mean especially the patients have had to me today because i've been all over the place it's bit, there's again it was meant to be on a few hours ago but Things came up, so I had to move things about. Then I was late myself. They were spot on on time. I know it for a fact. And I'm literally all over the place. Like, oh, yeah, but it is what it is. I massively appreciate your, your guys' time. And yeah, as you said, as you said, we've got a lot of things off our chest. We can, we can, so we can actually look forward to the games of somewhat tomorrow, which we will be We will be back for tomorrow. Uh, what's, again, what time's kickoff actually? Is that around 8 o'clock, isn't it? So it's 7 or 8, one of the two. Let's just have a look quickly. Are you doing the 
Yeah, I'll do the watch along. Yeah, if you if you want to come on, let me know and I'll send you the link. Yeah, seven PM kickoff. Yeah, on BT. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, was, yeah, so we'll be back for that. We'll obviously, Andrew. Your knee going to be shit, so we just talk about a load of crap. So yeah, you might you know. as well. Yeah, why isn't McGinnis playing? Why isn't Balogun? Where's this? Where's that? <laughs> oh crap! Some more, what some more spot opportunities. Yeah. yeah, true. That's another point. Fly, uh, um, Adidas. If you want to come to our neck of the woods and sponsor us, and we can give you some ideas about how a yellow kit actually is meant to look at Arsenal, feel free to let, come on email email me, and we'll we'll sort that out for you the next season. Pete, again, wants Pete wants to come on. Uh, as I said, Pete, when it's a non when it's a non Arsenal game, you'll come. You can come on, but when it's an Arsenal, you'll be outnumbered. You'll say something stupid, and then you'll go off crying. So. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know I know what Pete's going to come on come on and want to talk about Harry Kane and why did you want to leave us? We offered him a Champions League. You'll keep boasting about the Champions League final that you lost in thirty seconds. Move on. <laughs> we got to a Champions we got to a Champions League final in 06 and We don't boast about it. Bloody and we and we lasted longer than thirty seconds. So please, Pete, please. But you know what? If the guys are, if the guys are down for it, they, they're okay with you coming on. I will send you the link and hell we fury on your end because it's going to come. Especially if, especially if Villa beat you, actually, because you're playing Villa, actually. Uh, Will the end? Into Miami. Miami. Into Miami. Okay. Thanks, David. <laughs> David. David Beckham, thank you. We appreciate you now. Even more. You're a god to Arsenal. <laughs> that comes from... Uh... I don't know. I'm going to look into that. We'll get off here. I'll look into that in a sec. But if that's the case, thank God for that. You know what? David Beckham, you're the Arsenal legend now. You've saved our, saved our club. Uh, you're at school. Yeah, I was at I was 17, so I was just out of school. I was a year out of school, actually, for your information. I was at college. But even then, as I said, we lost it. We don't brag about We don't brag about the defeats. We brag, we brag about our wins. We've had a lot more wins in you. Even, even with your golden generation, we've had more wins in you when it comes to trophies. So it's not to even go there, Pete, please. Um, but anyway, we're back for tomorrow for that. So about seven o'clock kickoff. So about half six we'll be going live. Go through the teams. This that, what we usually always do before on a match day. Have a bit of a laugh. Hopefully, hopefully see Arsenal win. Spoil Roy, Roy Hudson's party, and then we move on to the last game of the season. And I may, depending on the turnout, somewhat decent. Do a street go go live a bit earlier, and get people that are at the at the. Uh, at the back, at the process a couple of hours before kickoff, get them on, and sort of get a bit of a perspective from why why are they there, and get a bit of a see what the atmosphere is like and all that. And hopefully they don't come on wearing a new kit whilst at the process or about to go into the game because you know it's, you know you know my thoughts on it. That's that Spurs uh, pre pre match kit that I sent you. Oh, oh, I saw that. What on earth is that? No wonder right. right. No, no, no matter what. No, no matter, no, no, no wonder how he wants to leave. Jesus Christ, He's I want to pre match one, <laughs> even style. That's horrible, shocking, shocking. But with that, guys, thank you. If you're new to the channel, do subscribe. If you like what we've done tonight, you like the content we do on this channel, you can catch the audio. The audio will be going up in the next foot about 40 to 45 minutes once it downloads and get up onto Anchor and all that. We've then re released onto. As you see, we're going across the screen, Google, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
uh, Spotify and amongst other um, relatable uh, pocket casts as well. If you've got pocket cast, it's on there. It'll come up on there as well. Uh, give it a listen to if you've missed if you've missed bits of it or you want to, uh, your mates to listen to it. That's where they can listen to it as well. And we'll be back tomorrow. And as always, up the Arsenal. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to From Dial Square to Air. Please help us grow by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and following the show on your preferred podcast platform. Please also visit our Facebook page, our Twitch channel and of course our YouTube channel, and whilst you are there, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Please also press the like button on the video so we can get recommended by YouTube to other Arsenal fans all around the world. See you soon. Thank you.